Imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women. Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Lead Hership Global Podcast. I'm so excited to welcome all of you to this week's show with Nicole DeMeo and Janine Moss of Outfront Solutions. Today, we're going to talk about nailing your personal brand, developing an authentic, differentiated, and productive brand for each and every one of you. And this is something that I think is relevant to all women. And, you know, I got to say that... Um, if your personal brand is not living up to your aspirations, this is the podcast for you. When you apply for a C-suite position or a public board seat, or perhaps you're raising capital or selling high value products, maybe you're just inspiring your team. How you present yourself makes an enormous difference. And unlike a job, your personal brand actually follows you wherever you go. So it's critical to define it, to nurture it, to fire it up so you stand out and you achieve results. Today, I'm so excited to welcome Nicole DeMeo and Janine Moss, founders of Outfront Solutions, to explain how to differentiate yourself how to harness the power of visual branding and engage your communities to drive your success and harness the power of you. Today, you'll get resources to help you uncover the authentic you, your purpose, and create your unique value proposition. Now, before we jump in, let me tell you a little bit about Nicole and Janine. Nicole DeMeo, one of the founders of Outfront Solutions, is an accomplished marketing executive. She is a turnaround expert and a business launch and growth expert. As Silicon Valley veteran, she works closely with executive teams and fund managers to develop strategies and to guide organizations through the multiple phases of their life cycle. Janine Moss is the co-founder of Outfront Solutions with Nicole, and she is a brand development, marketing, and communication specialist who guides people, organizations, and brands from launch through growth. Well-schooled in cultural shifts and having shepherded numerous organizations through global crises, Janine focuses on providing insightful, effective, and practical branding, marketing, and communication solutions. I got to tell you, from startup to IPO or exit, Outfront Solutions works with business leaders to adapt their brand their marketing, and their business development to build a new future. Outfront Solutions is tailor-made for entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, and visionaries because they increase the power and marketability of products and ideas, opening up doors and closing deals. Outfront Solutions maps the path to success with growth strategies that literally help you nail revenue goals, increase valuation, raise the next round, or find the path to exit. Welcome, Nicole and Janine. Thank you so much, Linda, for that amazing introduction. I love your exuberance, and it's a great joy to be a part of the Leadership Global Community. 
we have been fortunate to be able to build some of the biggest brands for companies, organizations, venture capital funds, and leaders. And through all of those experiences, we've learned a lot and we'd love applying it to personal branding. And we've helped people from Steve Jobs when he was at the lowest point in his career to people like Carly Fiorina when she was leading HP, um, with her messaging and, and, and platform, which she held to for eight years. We kept seeing her repeat the same brand tone and messaging that we had helped her with, you know, way back when. So it's a really a great joy for us to stand by female leaders in particular, because we want to help, we want to amplify their missions. Their missions become ours and together we rise. Oh, I love that, Nicole. That's beautiful. And so, you know, that brings me a little bit to understanding more deeply about your journey. You know, what's led you and Janine to have such passion around personal branding. And I can't wait to dive into the story of Carly Fiona and Steve Jobs and Eric Schmidt. And so tell us a little bit about your journey and what led you to have such passion around this topic. Yeah, well, we... You know, what had happened was, is we've been building these brands for large enterprise organizations that we were mentioning before, but just a ton of startups in between. And and Janine and I have had branding firms for, for many years, and we were building brands for far too many male leaders. And we realized that and we thought, you know what, we need to change the game and we need to switch and focus on female leaders because we want to help them with getting into the C-suite, getting on those board positions, you know, getting, you know, raising funds, whatever their goals may be, we look to stand alongside and help them define that brand. And Janine, did you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I just want to say that, um, you know, it's exciting to be amongst all these incredible women on this podcast. So thank you so much. But, um, you know, I wanted to say that, you know, I'm a baby boomer. I've been shooting missiles at this glass ceiling my entire life. <laughs> I have been the only woman in the room 80% of the time. You know, thank God for the last few years, you know, 10, 20 years, there's been more people. But um, so this is, that's why it's been a passion. We've been, we've been living, the, walking the walk and talking the talk. We've worked with women's organizations. We've been coaches. We've done all of this stuff to try to help women because we know what it was like. And frankly, I know a lot about a lot of the help that I got from other women coming up to me, learning how to public speak, things like that. So women are an amazing community. They're an amazing resource. And um, when you've got a group like Leadership Network, you've got people who are going to be understanding and propel you. So let's start with that. Um, you know, so I think that's really the, the genesis of this journey for me, worked with corporations to try to get them to have more women, you know, so this is a continuation of that journey. And our goal, Nicole's and my goal here is we just want to help as many women as we can propel their success. We don't care whether it's the C-suite. We don't care if it's a board. We don't even care if you're just growing up in your, you know, occupation or if you want to reinvent yourself. We just want you to step into your power and be successful. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's those hard lessons of sitting on both sides of the table. You know, we've been entrepreneurs and raising money 
throughout our careers and at different junctures. And that can be very challenging for women. And, you know, building your personal brand along the way can be very strategic to that process. Now, wearing the hat also of being in venture capital, you know, I'm looking at from that direction. And and how is that, you know, interaction changed with those who may be funding female leaders? So. Yeah. And you bring up a really good point. You know, how can you um, explain to our audience why developing a personal brand is so important? How a personal brand is also different from a reputation. So what is the difference between a personal brand, a reputation, and why are both so critical to accelerating your success as a woman leader? Well, let's start with the the personal brand and what it is, right? What is a personal brand anyway? It's really what you put forward, right? What you've decided to transmit to the world about yourself, right? And you got to be intentional about that. Uh, Most of us aren't very intentional. I was just laughing. I was going to say, I was going to tell you something funny, which was that, you know, in the 80s, I wore the big man suits. I had the big shoulders. I never wore a dress ever, And that was my personal brand, right? I was like, bring me into, you won't even notice I'm a woman. I'm going to act like you. I'm going to, you're not going to, you know, they'd be telling off color jokes and I'd be just trying to get along, right? Well, my personal brands evolved, (laughs) you know? And so you, and, and now I'm outspoken. Nobody gets away with stuff. But the point is that what I put forward today is quite different from what I put forward before. And all of us evolve. We're all on a journey. So you want to be intentional about where you are today and also about where, you, where you're going to go, where you want to go. And so the, your personal brand, what we start with when we talk to people about their personal brands is their aspirations, right? And so once you talk about your aspirations, you can think about that in every way. You can think about, uh, you know, what do I want to say about myself? What should I surface about myself? We all probably have very large stories. You know, which parts of these stories do we tell? We're going to get into a little nuts and bolts soon. So I want to stick with your question, which is, so the personal brand is super important. It's what you're putting forward intentionally into the world, but your reputation is different. Your reputation is what people actually think about, think of you once you've put that forward. And by the way, there's often disconnects. Sometimes you think you're putting forward something and you find out that you're not. Sometimes you're unduly burdened with a reputational, um, I hit on your reputation and you have to uh, 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 change it. You have to fix it. Um, so I, got, you know, I don't want to go too into the weeds, weeds here, but um, when people adopt what it is that you're putting forward, that's when you know that you're being very successful with your personal brand. Got it. That makes sense. And so What I'm hearing is that the personal brand is really different from the reputation. The personal brand is something that's very intentional, that's purposeful based on your values and based on your aspiration. But a reputation is how people experience you, how people perceive you. And so you do have to make sure that your personal brand really resonates both with you and with the audience you're trying to connect with. Otherwise, there seems to be Uh, a disparity between who you believe yourself to be in terms of your values and your aspirations and how others experience you, which is your reputation. 
So how can you make sure that your personal brand really resonates with both you as well as the audience that you're trying to connect with? Yeah, you know, your personal brand sticks with you everywhere you go. You may change jobs, you may change, you know, roles and organizations, but your brand sticks with you everywhere you go. So it's super important to be clear and proactive about how you're communicating your personal brand. And so what people can do to make sure that their personal brand is resonating with the audiences that they want to drive to action is even doing simple research. You know, we all have access to LinkedIn. An example, take a look at a number of profiles that and other leaders that you find aspirational who maybe are in the positions that you would like to be in, whether that's a board role or successfully have raised funding. Look at how they portray themselves on LinkedIn. You know, maybe they have bios on different websites. You know, you, you can really model after those who have gone before you and are successfully in those roles. For sure. Janine, mm-hmm. did you want to add to that? Yeah, I just want to add about the process. Like, so here you are, you're going, oh, geez, where can I start? You're a big blank page, right? But you say, okay, well, where do I want to go, right? So you want to, let's say you want to go into the C-suite, right? So you say, well, what are the qualities that somebody needs? And that speaks to what Nicole was saying about research. You can look at CEO job descriptions on LinkedIn and see what are the words that people are using. And by the way, that's critical for preparing your personal brand materials, because let's say you want to get hired, right? People are going to search on certain words. So when you look at those job descriptions, pull out the words that you want, the types of companies that you want to be CEO of, you know that they're going to be searching on certain kinds of terms because you can look at their job descriptions. You can look at what similar companies say. So, I mean, I just want to I get practical by saying you, uh, you, you set your goal, you um, research around it. You say to yourself, the biggest problem that women have most often that we see in our personal branding practice is that they're hesitant to step into their aspirations. They want them. They know they want them. But they're going like, I'm not ready yet. I'm sure you've heard about, you know, what women are, you know, unless we're 100%, you know, uh, equal to the job, we won't apply. Right. So I mean, it's really important um, to know. And we have this saying around here that my daughter made up. And she said, she said, Lord, just give me the confidence of a middle-aged white man. <laughs> and so whenever we lose confidence, we go, do you have the confidence of the middle-aged white man? We go, yes. What does that mean? They can do whatever they want. They feel, they feel confident for everything. They think that they're wonderful and you're lucky that they walked in the room. That's how we should feel about ourselves. So step into your aspirations. Yeah, step into your greatness. <laughs> I love that. So how can you begin developing an intentional and purposeful personal brand and sort of uncover this authentic you that you mentioned to build your personal brand around. So confidence is certainly part of that. I love that. But it's also about connecting to your values and connecting to your aspirations. So what are the first few steps that you can take to build an intentional, purposeful personal brand? And again, uncover that authentic version of yourself to build the brand around. 
So, you know, we, everybody's talking, we're always talking about authentic you, authentic brands, authentic this, but what's that, right? Like if I look at, I say, who's the authentic Janine, right? Janine's a lot of different people. She's got a lot going on here, right? So how do you settle in on what you want to put forward and what is true to you, of course, but so we're all works in progress and people are going like, who do I want to be in five years? Who do I want to be? That's too far. All you really have to do is ask yourself, what am I doing every day that I love that makes me want to get out of bed? What are the activities, whether it's talking on the phone, making relationships, whether it's writing down ideas, whether it's having ideas, whatever it is, it's like giving you joy. This, this is the key to your authenticity. But there's also like a really cool tool and it's the Demartini. I just want to get this right. It's called the Demartini Value Determination Process. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's a website. So the website is drdr.com. And you take this test and really it is, it's kind of a snapshot on your values today and your beliefs today. And that's the authentic you. Who knows who will be five years from now, right? But, and, and, I, and so um, you start with that, finding your authenticity, right? And then, um, and then what you want to do is you want to start articulating that. So what does that mean? You know, if I really enjoy these things and these things are authentic to me and these are the, this is the direction. So I think you have to start with that, right? in order to, to begin your branding process. Nicole? Yeah, I just wanted to add maybe a couple of other tools to help women who are listening with their discovery process of who they are, who their authentic selves are, and what they want to bring forward. And you can look at tools like Myers-Briggs and do that. You can do, as Janine mentioned, the Demartini values evaluation. There are the four tendencies so you can determine how you approach the world. Um, there's insights to discover tests. So there are a number of different personality and values tests that you can take that will help you determine your authentic you. So we recommend that you go through that process and you look at that. Another thing that we highly recommend is you ask the people around you. Do a 360 and ask, Three to four friends, people are typically very willing to help you with this. And you ask them, what are my best attributes? What am I bringing forward to the world that you think is most valuable? And, you know, people are always willing to answer these types of questionnaires for each other and, and highlight those traits. And that, along with taking some of these tests, can really drum up some attributes that are authentically differentiated in you. I love that. Nicole, that's brilliant. I, I love the idea that there are tools out there that you can tap into to learn more about yourself, but importantly, asking the people around you that have worked with you, that know you deeply, that have been in relationship with you for years, how do they experience you? That is just a wealth of information at your fingertips. Now, I know Outfront Solutions has helped to hone and promote the ideas of icons like Stephen Jobs and Carly Fiorina and Eric Schmidt. And you've also helped implement 
global growth strategies for companies like Andrew Capital and Glispa and IM and Peak Games. And then also Hewlett Packard and Accenture, they relied on you to help build their positioning statements and create messaging guides. And I tell you, those messaging guides are used by tens of thousands of employees worldwide. Now, how can some of the branding principles that you employed against those kinds of projects that helped create iconic companies like Apple and Nike, how can you apply those same branding principles to your personal brand so that your story really sticks, so that you are really differentiated, as you noted, Nicole? So, you know, one of the things about the big brands and about any real brand is it's, it's not selling products and services. What we're selling is uh, uh, beliefs, aspirations, needs, the ways we're going to change a person's life, right? And, and that's true of us too, right? So when we're selling ourselves to a company, it's not really about us. It's about them. It's about what they need, about where they're going, about what their aspirations, what their goals are, and how we can change the, the hiring person's or the hiring team's lives, right? So that's one of the things to think about is like, what, how are you going to change? How are you going to meet the aspirations of whoever you're talking to, right? Another thing is they make a human connection again. So they're, what they're trying to do is they, um, uh, they, they're, they're talking to people. Look at Steve Jobs. Look at him coming out here and talking to, uh, talk, coming out on stage and just talking to people about how they experience the design, right? What, what really makes uh, Apple is less a technology company, at least it was when Steve was there, and more a marketing company, right? They spent like $100 million on the iMac. Now, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting that out there. The other thing is that they are super consistent, right? Um, Nicole has a uh, saying she always says, which is that we should get really sick of whatever it is that we're saying about ourselves before we even begin to think of changing it. And they, probably we shouldn't do it then. So you tend to get sick of what you're saying, keep coming up with new stuff, but stick with your messages, stick with the key things that you want to say, right? So uh, consistency. And then there, every single one of the major brands in the world has a very consistent visual image, right? You know an Apple ad when you see it. You know a Target ad when you see it. Even Walmart or McDonald's, you can tell because they've established colors, they've established imagery, and they're connecting with you on a really human level. Nicole, would you like to add to that? Yeah, just to highlight the three C's, being clear, concise, and consistent. And, and truly, can, and that is really important that you convey your personal brand in a clear, concise, and consistent way across all of your touch points, right? And so those touch points are your bios, your LinkedIn profile, how you show up on any social, you know, speaking event, social media, what have you, and in introducing yourself in this consistent way. I always mention that I wear a lot of different hats. And that is true for my personal brand and how I approach business. And it's also a way that makes me a little bit memorable for for people. So conveying your personal brand consistently 
across all these different touch points is, is really important. And then when others start to convey back to you, oh, you're that person that wears hats and you've sat on both sides of the table as an entrepreneur and venture capitalist or whatever, when somebody says it back to you, you know you've started to establish that brand. I love that. And I love the three C's. You made it so simple. That's memorable. And it's it's an incredibly simple principle that I think we can all learn from. And I think, Janine, you mentioned something that's really important, and that's harnessing the power of visual branding in developing a personal brand. So can you both explain that a little bit, what that means? And Nicole, I know you mentioned you are hat wearer, and that distinguishes you visually and helps reinforce your personal brand. But what are other examples of harnessing the power of visual branding? Yeah, I once had a, a former boss tell me, always outdress your boss. You know, always outdress me and anyone higher up than you in, in the organization. And so I've strived to do that because a lot of times what we need to do is we we need to dress and we need to convey a visual branding image for the role we want to be in. So we need to look at who's in those positions and that we aspire to be in and how are they presenting themselves visually. And maybe there is something that's unique to you. Maybe you wear green rim glasses you know, and carry that through. Maybe you are always with a deep, you know, badass shade of lipstick. But a lot of times these consistent visual cues are very helpful to establishing your personal brand. I had many men in my career ask me not to wear hats for photos. And I just decided along the way no, absolutely not. And there came an experience where I was speaking at an event and I didn't have, I wasn't wearing a hat. And then the, the men who were running the conference were asking me, you know, hey, where's your hat? So, you know, it's, it's, it is really important to have some level of a visual consistency as well and bringing that to the table. Janine, did you want to add to that? Yeah, I do. The thing about visual branding is that it's a shorthand for you. It stands for you, just like a logo does, right? So, um, you know, colors mean something. It it communicates. Visually, uh, there are visual communications. Um, You know, blue is trustworthy and financial. You know, orange and yellow are fast food. So colors have meaning. And, And I'm sure you see in commercials, that there'll be a consistent color carried on. So when you're doing your own visual branding, maybe you have a logo, maybe you don't have a logo, right? You you can be your own canvas, as Nicole is discussing, with a hat or special aspects of yourself. Um, but also in your materials, you can choose fonts. Fonts say a lot. They say, you know, am I strong? Am I feminine? Am I, you know, am I a, a, a fast food, you know, whatever the different typefaces have meaning. And guess what? You can Google that. You can Google what do the colors mean? What do the typefaces mean? And you can get some direction and, and do some evaluation for yourself. But basically, this is a visual shorthand for here's Nicole. 
right? And it should stand for the things that Nicole cares about, right? She wears a hat because she sits on, does a lot of different things. It's really easy to, to understand. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. And so again, it comes back to knowing your value, knowing what you aspire to be, and ensuring that you are very intentionally curating both that image as well as that brand consistently over time. So one last question. You've mentioned the importance of engaging your communities to drive success and extending your personal brand. So how can women expand their influence by engaging their communities? What do you mean by that? Well, I think the first thing is to know is that you have one. You know, since the pandemic, I think probably everybody belongs to a pod, right? That's a good example of a, of a minor community, you know, sorry, small community. Since the pandemic, we've, we've lost a lot of trust. We're not having the same sorts of relationships that we have with people. So you have people who are very close to you. These might be, you know, they could be your, your friends. They could be your colleagues. They can be the people who are following you on LinkedIn, your Facebook communities. But what Nicole and I believe is really the wave of the future in marketing, and it applies to personal branding, is that you start with your, what we call your brand ecosystem. Everybody who's invested in you and is part of you, whether it's your employer, your kids, or so take a look at that ecosystem and say, who do I have, right? Who's there? I'm trying to get into the C-suite. Um, how, who, who can I communicate with? Who can I let go? Who can let know, I should say, uh, about my aspirations? I mean, one of the things they say when you're buying a house is tell everybody you know you're buying a house. You know why? Because maybe they'll know of something. Maybe they'll hear of something. Use that principle when you're marketing yourself, you know, because these are people who care about you. They want, they're invested in your success. Think of them that way. Nicole, do you have anything to add to that? Just that, you know, organizations like Leadership uh, Global are, are perfect communities to convey your personal brand. And a lot of times when people know your personal brand and understand it and what your aspirations are, they help you manifest the outcome. And you wouldn't believe how many times we start to work with leaders and even by getting them to articulate their aspirations and more about themselves, their goals start to become really clear in view and they will even invoke inbound opportunities. So there's a lot to sharing your personal brand and having others bear witness to what you want to achieve. And it's communities like these and, you know, Upward and how women lead and these you know, organizations across associations, you know, are great for that as well. So make your, make your personal brand known and your aspirations known and people will come in and start to help you realize those goals. I love that. All right. Well, we wrap up every single interview with one consistent question. And let me ask both of you, what is the best leadership advice that you have ever received in your career that you'd like to share with our audience? What's really made an impact for you that you have integrated into your own leadership? Well, I'll start. Um, I was fortunate enough to work for Steve Jobs directly for five years in my career. And um, 
every everyone always wants to know was he really mean and things like that absolutely not you know he was yeah maybe he mistreated some people along the way but I was super fortunate to be able to work for him and he was an incredible genius leader. And I think we all can agree that, you know, he's done a lot of great things for the world. But one of the things that he taught me early on in my career in working with him is market to the consumer inside. So, so many times we think that we need to, you know, convey uh, the business propositions and there's a human inside of everyone and a consumer inside of everyone that we're communicating with. And so it's really important that we make language and terms understandable to the consumer inside each and every one of us. So that was a great piece of advice that I use very regularly. I love that. And Janine, what about you? Well, um, I started the first travel newsletter for female business travelers back in the 80s. And I launched on the scene because I was really mad that none of the hotels or airlines did anything for us. It was just, we, we weren't even there. There were like shoe shine machines and steaks and dark mahogany bars and nothing for women. So I was mad. I started this newsletter. It was a big success. I got, you know, tons and tons of subscribers. At the end, when it was time to renew, hardly anybody renewed. And I was really, really devastated. And so I had this uh, mentor, Mike Michelson, and Mike said, just don't take this stuff personally. He said, just find out. So I, like, I slapped myself in the face. I picked up the phone and I started calling my subscribers. And every one of them said, oh my God, we love your newsletter, but you know what? You're only covering one city every week, every month. And I, I'm not going to that city. You know, I need to have like, you know, you need to cover a lot more cities. So they gave me, they literally mapped out everything I had to do to be a successful newsletter. And because I called them, they all renewed. I did everything they said, and we were right back on track. So it's very tempting to take things personally. And whenever you find that you are, you just stop yourself in your tracks. And you think about what you can do to figure out what's really going on to get to the bottom of the story. That's, that's the best I think I got. Great. That was absolutely perfect. Both of you offered such wisdom, such insight. All I can say is thank you. I have to say that I think this topic of creating a memorable, purposeful, authentic personal brand is so key for all women leaders. And so I have to ask our audience, is your personal brand living up to your aspirations? If it's not, be sure to connect with Outfront Solutions. They are absolutely dynamo women that have incredible expertise in branding and marketing for both corporations, products, services, as well as people. So if you're applying for C-suite positions, a public board seat, raising capital, selling high, high value products, or simply inspiring your team, you have to present yourself with a consistent, memorable, purposeful brand. And this podcast hopefully is giving you a lot of tips and techniques to do that. But if you want real expert guidance, be sure to reach out to Nicole DeMeo and Janine Moss of Outfront Solutions. Thank you, ladies, so much for your help and your support. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you Linda. It's been an honor to be with you. 
Thank you for joining Leadership Global, a podcast for and about unstoppable women stepping into courage, claiming their power, and embracing bold leadership. Join us each week as we talk to a collection of inspirational women changing the world and tackling the most pressing issues we're facing today as women and as leaders. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.